T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mark Hockman. My favorite ice cream truck treat is Cheetos. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot. I wake up, I piss excellence. Alejandro Solana. February. You sound like asthma. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Sports. Someone texts in, they want to know if you'll honk your horn. (laughs) How about that? Now, why did Deerfield Beach proclaim a Channing Crowder day? No idea. Don't throw any eggs in my house, Crowder. More sports. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud of big. No, I would never do-do here at the station. The most sports. You telling me you don't want to grab a beer in the middle of the night? You know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a cameo from Aiken and Duff. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Well... Whenever you hear this particular song on this particular show, you know that there is a major announcement because this was the song, if you remember, April 1st, I don't even know what year, this is year 10, so maybe 2013 13 or 14, because it started year 10 in April. Regardless, <laughs> this song was mistakenly played by our old executive producer. You weren't even on the show. It was me and Zach Kranz. Um, This song was mistakenly played by Victor Bermudez. I had been off the air for three months, sitting out my no-compete. I come on the air on 560. Victor was my executive producer back then. He was supposed to play The Boys Are Back in Town by The Bus Boys. He played this song by Thin Lizzy. Crank it up. So anytime there's a major anniversary or announcement... We play this song, and today is no different. There's a major announcement regarding this show. Are you aware of what it is, Solana, or did you just luck into the song? I'm always a step ahead. (laughs) He is Mario Chalmers. He really is Mario Chalmers. (laughs) He can't even get it out because he's lying. In fact, I knew about the announcement before either of you knew about the announcement. That's impossible. Well, I think all of us know that there's a lot going on with Channing Crowder. He's got many multimedia endeavors. 
video podcasts, vodcasts, as I like to call them. Nobody calls him that. He's tweeting more, too. You He's very active on social media really all trying. of a sudden. This crap really is hard. hard. I found out uh, today from a friend of mine, Todd, in Chicago, he thought my super followers thing has been a bit on the radio. <laughs> For, he's like, oh, I hear that, and I, I mentioned him like, well, if you if you super followed me, you'd know that already, and uh, and he's like, that's not a bit. <laughs> and I go, no, that's real. He's like, really? There's such a thing? Anywho, I don't know how to do it. Anywho, so as we know, Channing Crowder has been, uh, you know, dipping his toe in the waters of the Colin Cowherd show, ESPN, First Take. I mean, a myriad of opportunities. I'll tell you another thing, too. Apropos of nothing, my son calls me from University of Tampa and says, did you watch The Pivot with Kwame Brown? My man, DJ. And I said, no. As a matter of fact, I haven't watched it. And he said, best episode they've ever done. Really? Best episode they've ever done. And I said, well, why, why is that? And he's like, because I got to know Kwame Brown a little bit. I really didn't know that he was so intelligent and well thought out. And, uh, and I, I was re- I, he, what, he now he doesn't watch The Pivot all the time, but I know he watched Kevin Hart. I know he watched Shaquille O'Neal. I don't know. I think maybe because he's a huge Michael Jordan fan is why he was interested in Kwame Brown. Uh, but he, it was his favorite episode ever. How about That's that? That's the greatest thing isn't ever that because that is a. I mean, a college freshman? 18-year-old kid. That's what we, we got to broaden the, yeah. uh, what? I don't want to Scope. Say, epidemic. What is it Yeah, called? broaden the epidemic. It's enough already <laughs> with these vaccines. <laughs> we got to broaden the epidemic. The epidemic of pivot love. <laughs> Anywho, Crowder has been blowing up, and so we play that song to make a major announcement. Channing Crowder has signed a contract to remain on the Hockman and Crowder show for another seven years. <laughs> That's how long it is. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Channing Crowder's contract was up, I believe, December 31st. Yes. He has been just kind of on a wing and a prayer coming in here and uh, doing the show. Working off my love for y'all. The affection I have towards you, too. And it is official now. He has re-upped mm-hmm. with the Hockman and Crowder extravaganza. Terrible news for Solano, who was expecting to be in that seat this year. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so close. <laughs> gotcha. Dono thought he was auditioning yesterday. Crowder is back, baby. Give me a little boys are back in town. Let's go. Thief Lizzie. Anytime. Good Thin job. Lizzie. There you go, Solano. <laughs> Come on, Mario. Am <laughs> I even talking to me like that? What happened? Yeah, we didn't think you were coming back. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Crowder? Hey, what up, bro? Yeah, man, it's just, you know, it's been a great time. What? You know, it's just awesome to work with you. I think Solano was in here the other day. He had a tape measure on your chair. He's like, I could use a little more back support. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) And as part of Crowder's new contract, 
he is also hosting the Miami Heat pregame and postgame show. <laughs> I am so sorry, Solana. I, I'm so sorry. I had to ask for the executive producer role, too. I was up for a contract. Listen, make that money. <laughs> Very exciting for everybody. Um, we have a honestly loaded potato today. Today, we're going to get some picks for all four NFL playoff games. Lord, do we need the help. I will get into our gambling exploits a little bit later. Um, but, man, do we need the help. And Rob Pizzola from Canada is going to come on. We're going to get some picks. And for tonight's Panthers game as well. Let's not argue with him. Um, Let's just ride with what he says. Because we're doing terribly. I mean, when I say terribly. Now, I did hear some, uh, some of yesterday's show, Solana. I am... Kind of of the belief that you don't know what a bad beat is. You described your Rafa Nadal loss as a bad beat. A bad beat is having the victory within your grasp, and at the last second something happens, a safety on one of those backwards laterals, and all of a sudden it's a bad beat. You referred, when talking to Dono yesterday about your uh, Nadal bet, as one of the Biggest bad beats of your gambling career. He lost three sets to nothing. First of all, it's not Nadal. It's Nadal. Nah. Let's get that straight. And I don't think you're all, in a position to be any kind of tennis expert. Second of all, he's the world's number one ranked tennis player. That doesn't make it a bad beat. It the makes Australian it, Open it last makes it, year. It makes it a huge upset. It doesn't make it a bad beat. Bad beat. He won the first game. And the first game out of 18, <laughs> the first game out of 18, I'm telling you, a bad beat is a last second. You understand? You ever watch Scott Van Pelt do the bad beats? Yes. Yeah, it's my favorite segment on TV. <laughs> <laughs> do they ever just show highlights of some team getting their ass kicked? Hawk. It's Nadal, always the last set. No, Nadal I know. had that one before the match even started. <laughs> that was a bad beat. Right. Before no, he took the court, no, it he was, won the match it already. It was a huge upset. It wasn't a bad beat. Like he gets it. Regardless, uh, we'll talk some NFL playoffs and get some help. But today, we are going to do a deep dive into Solana's cheeseburger salad which is what I told you about on Monday's show. Yeah. And we didn't want to do this show until Crowder had re-signed. I wanted to make sure all the pieces were in place. <laughs> it's a big one. We are going to do a deep dive into Solana's cheeseburger salad, which is what he ordered in Buffalo, surrounded by TV people. Ruthie Polinski from NBC6 was there at the table. She is going to join us with her thoughts. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing the immediate reaction is to recoil and wonder what went wrong with your life when you're sitting at a table with someone who orders a cheeseburger salad. But we'll find out. Um, Josh Appel, known Buffalo connoisseur, yeah. is going to join us with his thoughts. And Rob Pizzola has been given the video this morning of the cheeseburger salad. And he is putting together his thoughts on it. So I... I will put it on my Instagram. I had put it out for super followers on Twitter, and I don't want to break the bond that I have with the super followers on Twitter by just tweeting out the video off my regular Twitter account. So I will put it on Instagram, though, so everyone knows what we're talking about. There's actual video that Mike Cuno took of Solana 
eating, you saw it, Nasty. this cheeseburger salad, and it is foul on top of foul. Ruin, had to ruin everybody's dinner. I would imagine. Yeah. Although Cuno Cuno told us that he there's another thing I want to ask Ruthie about. I had texted Solana or Cuno or someone that night. Get a brownie sundae, brownie, uh, you know, with the melty ice cream over it, mm-hmm. for Cuno, and I'll pay for it. I'll Venmo you guys the money. Someone ordered that brownie sundae. I think it was Ruthie. It was Ruthie. Mike Cuno, he's going to join us tomorrow. Mike Cuno looked as if someone had delivered him a plate of scorpions. <laughs> Am I lying? Because I saw this video too. And they're like, please, you got to take a bite. You got to take a bite. And he took, when I tell you, a touch of whipped cream. That's it. Had to be cajoled into eating it. And then looked guilt-ridden beyond guilt-ridden. He is tormented. Am I am I lying? You're not. He begrudgingly. Oh, a tiny bit of whipped cream. Tasted it. But I'll tell you what. Ruthie Polinsky is a really good, I don't want to say instigator because she's not instigating anything. But, you know, like peer pressure in middle school when the older kid gets you to do something right. that you probably shouldn't be doing. Ruthie Polinsky convinced Mike Cuno to eat that like but he, he was but not he, taking but, no for an answer but he didn't is like he really didn't succumb to peer pressure because if she was handing around a J, he like <laughs> put yeah yeah like <laughs> the cigar the cigar <laughs> it reminds me of, of danny aiello in that movie where uh harlem was it harlem nights where they lock him in the safe at the end oh, yeah. and they're like take shallow breaths That's how he. That's how he hit the hit the brownie. That's how he hit the brownie. <laughs> no joke. So anyway, I, I uh, the Instagram is Radio Mark Hockman. I'm gonna put the video. There's just like a 10 second video that Cuno took of Solana eating this cheeseburger salad, and Solana has maintained that it's fire ever since then. Uh, he loved it. So we praise Mike for this control. Yeah, but I mean. You're with a bunch of people in Buffalo. I mean, you can't have a bite of a brownie sundae. I guess I'm a little I'm a little sensitive because the whole vegan run I had, where when I'm sitting around looking at steaks and chicken wings and right. I'm still eating my you right. know, there's something to, there's something to applaud that. I know when I've gone through health phases yes, where the gluten if, thing. If, right, if I do forego something that I want, I feel good about myself later. So I get it. But you're on a road trip with a bunch of people. There's a brownie sundae. You can have a couple of bites. Mike's also already in really good shape. It's a great point. Having a brownie sundae. Mike Cuno today for the next month could eat fast food every yeah, day. that's true. And he'd still look great. Yeah, 100%. He's in excellent shape. He interviews a lot of Miami Dolphins, and he looks better than them. I'm not, I'm not yeah, no, you. Yeah. Mike's in crazy yeah. shape. But didn't he get that way, having this control? Why are we, why are we trying to cajole him to right. our side? Well, listen, uh, eat the brownie sundae because I would. <laughs> So, That's Ruthie Polinsky is going to join us. I'm going to put the video on Radio Mark Hockman on Instagram. Let us get headlines here to start out today's program with a man who was almost my co-host, Alejandro Solana. So close, man. So close. <laughs> Read the tough one. What's that? I just love this. Where, uh, what is it, a push? Wait, it disappeared. Oh, did it oh, just say, come did it just say on, Abuelo. In, did it just say insufficient funds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
He just got a push notification from his bank for Ava- insufficient funds. Wells Fargo, available balance on 1-18-23. Guy has Good 18 God, jobs. Just, just signed a new contract, a lucrative God, new contract. He loves getting insufficient balance notices. <laughs> 077 was insufficient to cover a transaction. <laughs> and you can only imagine what the transaction is. It's a car wash, you know? Like, you know, like I actually think it was the sp- spinach pizza I just got. Unbelievable. I like to leave limited amounts. Uh, we see that. <laughs> I love it. Unbelievable. Uh, this sports update is driven by the new <laughs> Palmetto Ford <laughs> Truck Super it Center. My I know. It makes him so proud, which is so <laughs> weird. You really couldn't have scripted that better, starting off the first segment with Crowder signing a new contract. And having 18 jobs. Ending the first segment with Crowder not being able to afford a $17 pizza. That's the thing. He can afford it a million times over. He just, in the account that he pays for things with, likes to keep it, I mean, mm-hmm. with a $2 in there. And I don't know what, I, like, I don't know what that accomplishes, but he loves it. I run this money, Wells Fargo. Right. But they're my money. Okay. And they better not give me one of those fees. They sent you a push notification, a notification that you can't even avoid, and they're gonna charge you. But they, you're in control they of that. Better money. not charge me. <laughs> this sports update, it's driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. I got to run through these. The Heat beat the Pelicans, blew them out last night. They're 1-1 one one on their current road trip. They'll play Luka and the Mavs tomorrow night, 7 p.m. from American Airlines Center. All right. Panthers at Montreal Canadiens tonight, 7 p.m. Bob is in net. Yeah, we will talk uh, with Rob Pizzola, who is in Canada. I wonder if he was at the, uh, the Leafs game on Tuesday, Panthers-Leafs. If he was, he saw an outright robbery. Um, I, I want to ask him about the officiating in that game. Fevery. Ridiculous. All right, the video is being posted on my Instagram. Here is Alex Solana eating a cheeseburger salad in Buffalo. Do I have to give the photo credit to Mike Cunha? I know people are, you know, they get all uh, crazed about the, you know, uh, Will Manso and Clay Ferrero will, uh, you know, tweet at Bleacher Report. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Cueto officially introduced as a Marlin today at Lone Depot Park. Pretty cool entrance from Johnny Cueto. I didn't see it. it. Yeah. I'll show it to you in the break. All right. Uh, the Marlins posted it. A bunch of their beat writers posted it as well. And, uh, Pat Sertan, he is the new FSU defensive backs coach, officially left his role as defensive assistant with the Dolphins. All right. Very good. Your weather is sponsored by DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them. 866-954-MORE. Partly cloudy today, starting to warm up a bit in South Florida. Tonight, your lows will be in the mid to upper 60s. That's your weather. All right, Ruthie Polinski. I do want to talk some dolphins with her, but we are getting into the cheeseburger salad. There is no question in my mind. Ruthie Polinski is going to join us here in a moment. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Got to join me on May, June 5th. Hawk and Crowder. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage 
to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Podcast, all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The video of Solana and his cheeseburger salad is posted on my Instagram at Radio Mark Hockman. I give video credit for uh, for the video to Mike Cuno from CBS4. He was the one that alerted me to this abomination of a meal. But then Cuno, so I text him the next day, and Cuno's like, because I'm like, I, I still can't get over the cheeseburger salad, and he texts me back. He's like, it actually looked so good that I ordered one to my room with Uber Eats after a workout, and he put a chicken breast on top of it as well. As you know, he's got to have as much protein as possible. I just, you know my opinion. Let's Ugh. get Ruthie Polinski. I want to talk to Ruthie about the Dolphins as well, but obviously we need to cover the cheeseburger salad because this has really been uh, something we've been thinking about for several days mm-hmm. on the show. Uh, she's on the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Ruthie Polinski, sports anchor at NBC6 in Miami. She was in Buffalo, as was Cuno and Will Manso and Solana uh, covering the Dolphins-Bills game last weekend. And so let's start with this cheeseburger salad, Ruthie. I want you to put us in the restaurant with you. You're sitting at the table. Buffalo, known for buffalo wings, of course. And uh, the waiter, waitress, asks Solana, what would you like to order he says cheeseburger salad. What is your initial thought? Well, first of all, guys, I just want to extend my most sincere gratitude for having me on finally your show to roast someone other than myself. So this is 
very exciting. It's well, a milestone I, I, for me. I just want you to know, we have shadow banned you since the Wiener and okay. Milk incident, <laughs> and we're ready to get past it now, but you have been shadow banned for a full year. Okay. I don't know if people recognized it or not, but it was a shadow banning. Oh, don't worry. I've noticed. I've noticed. It's fine. Um, but I'm happy to be back on, and I'm here to redeem myself. Um, I will tell you that at first, the the order of the cheeseburger salad, I said, you know what? I respect the, like, you don't want the carbs, but you want the, you know, the burger, fine. Um, but the way that it came out was so ridiculous. <laughs> and, like, the, the two patties on the salad with the cheese on top, like, do they want you to, like, pick that up with a fork and just, like, take a bite out of it? Like, it was so bizarre of, like, a of a visual situation that that was really what got me. And then when he started cutting it in half, things just really got out of hand. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to tell you guys. I mean, I, I really thought so highly of Solana. You know, I always have. Um, this was um, groundbreaking for, yeah. for how I – for how I view this man. Yeah. Did it change the way you ate? Did it ruin your appetite? Because I couldn't eat that. <laughs> right. Just eat, watch somebody eat that, eat my own food. <laughs> so I, I had already eaten that night I because Cuno had like a late show that I didn't have to do. So Cuno got done later. I had already eaten dinner with my photographer. So I just was meeting them out for dessert, which I'm sure we'll get to at some point here. Um, and then they were they were all ordering food and I was just kind of doing my um, infamous, you know, nibbling on everyone else's food. So I was fine. I, I could handle it. I it takes a lot for me not to eat food when it's in front of me. Um, but but I it was it was definitely an experience. It was it was for the show, guys. Like you have to think that like he wanted this. Like Solana wanted us to just come on the show and roast him. So here we are. I'm, um, I'm sure. I'm not so certain. The only reason I'm not so certain is because he didn't send me the video. It came from Cuno. Right. So, right. Solana, did, like, when you ordered the cheeseburger salad, did you think, oh, I'm doing a bit here, or did that jump off the <laughs> menu at you? No, I mean, I'm scanning through the menu. You see burger, you, know, you see calamari, maybe some, uh, some fritters. I'm like, okay, that you sounds good. You see buffalo wings. What are you talking about, calamari? Wings. Buffalo wings. You're in buffalo. Right, but that's on the back of the menu. All right. So... And then I see cheeseburger salad. I'm like, whoa. I mean, that sounds good. No. That sounds delicious. That sounds like something that's going to fill me up, yet not fill me up too much. <laughs> what? Now this, yeah. now this is a bit, Ruthie. Not, I yeah. don't think it was on, on, on some Saturday night. But this, I is, can't. this is a bit because... It does not. There's no way that you look at a menu and think cheeseburger salad. Because here's the conversation that Crowder and I had this week, Ruthie. It's not yeah. out of the, the, the realm of normalcy to add protein to a salad, right? We all do it. Usually it's chicken. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's steak. There's a steak salad. Yes. Right. But like you say, because, I, again, I've shared the video and, and we've all seen it. The cheeseburger comes as a cheeseburger, which is so weird. Yeah, it is yeah. it is so weird that the cheese is melted on the patty as if yeah. it like they easily the chef could have easily put that on a bun and it was not a place. Like totally. It, it, and, and and so it doesn't something about it doesn't compute. And then you get further into it and it's like, what is the normal topping <laughs> for a cheeseburger? It's ketchup. So now what do you do? 
Like you can't put <laughs> ketchup did, dressing. Right? Did he have ketchup it, it on his ketchup salad? Vinaigrette. Did he have a ketchup, ketchup on his salad? Can you report exclusively he had ketchup on a salad? I don't remember, Solana. Did you? I did not. No. What did you do for the dressing? Like, was it a dry burger salad? Like, no, no, no. So Ruthie, gross. don't don't be Mayo, ridiculous. Mustard. No. I went balsamic. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Let me ask you. This is a serious question. What's the difference between me ordering a cheeseburger and then putting lettuce on the cheeseburger? Uh-huh. There's no difference. Right. Now I'm I'm just doing the opposite. I'm I'm ordering a burger. <laughs> yeah. With a bunch of lettuce. On top of lettuce. <laughs> on top of lettuce. But yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. but I don't understand what you're saying. So if you throw if you throw lettuce on anything, it's a salad. It's a salad. If I put lettuce on a pizza, I now have a pizza salad. It's a salad. I don't know what you're saying there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but it looked. But did did it not look? It was visually foul, Ruthie. Like yeah. if if you yeah. mistakenly order, or, or like you said you like to pick at people's plates. Did you have yeah, any? Yeah, no, desi- I did. I, <laughs> no, no, nope. Sure didn't. Hey, Solana, can sure I get didn't. a bite like, of that? Hey, Solana, can you actually put? fork into the burger and hand it to me so I can take a bite right. out of your cheeseburger yeah. that's on top of your salad. It's disgusting. Oh, I did Repulsive. feel a little left out, actually, because Ruthie had some pizza. She had some of Cuno's chicken. Yeah. Right. She Normal didn't even, people food. She right. didn't even Normal ask me food. for a bite. Right. Yeah. I felt yeah. a little left out. Of course not. <laughs> And you can't share a you can't share a salad though. That's true too. That's not something that you can really nibble off someone else's it's plate. Hard. Yeah, yeah totally. it just seems it seems wrong. Unless I'll give you the loophole <laughs> on this. Unless you have someone that is accumulating all the croutons on one side of their salad bowl <laughs> because they don't want the carbs. If they're stacking up the croutons, I have no qualms about going in there and getting their croutons because I'm a big fan yeah. of croutons. Yeah. You better not get my croutons. Well, I will take plate. your croutons. Are <laughs> hey, you going to take my croutons? If you start stacking up your croutons, I will take your croutons. You're going to take my croutons. I will jump Let's over see. this console. Let's and see. Take, I'll take your croutons right now. You got a crouton? You're going to take my croutons. You got a crouton on you? I find I will, some. I will take your croutons right now. So we're in agreement. Ruthie Polinsky from NBC6 is with us. We're in agreement yes. there was nothing visually appealing about Solana's cheeseburger salad, correct? No, not not a thing. Okay. Let me move on to one other thing here. I, and are you shocked to find out that Mike Cuno ordered one via Uber Eats the next day? No freaking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No he texted way. Me, texted me. He, he ordered. He thought it looked so te- good. That he ordered no, he one. Didn't. He did. I ha- I'll, I'll send you the screenshot of the text. Not only did he order the cheeseburger salad, what? he also had them put a chicken breast on top of it. No, he didn't. Yes, that has to be a lie. No. Did, you, did he send you a picture of him eating it in his hotel room? Otherwise, I refuse to believe this. I am telling you. And if Cunio wasn't busy, right? He's coming on tomorrow. If Cunio wasn't busy right now, I would bring him on. He ordered. Via Uber Eats, he had it in his head from the night before how good it looked that he had to have one for himself. But here's here's why I bring that up. So Mike Cuno, as we all know, famously healthy, looks you know healthier than most people that he covers in sports. Yeah, um, correct. He is you know very skittish about putting anything in his body that's not health food. We once had him on the show and we asked him, "What's a crazy night?" For him and his wife, or wife to be, or wife—it was wife to be <laughs> wife then. To be then, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember what the answer was, Crowder? It's like saltless wheat thins. It was saltless wheat thins. You're a hundred percent correct, because he normally doesn't have crackers. Yeah. And so, if they want to go buck wild, <laughs> they'll have some low salt wheat thins. That's a big night for them. 
So yeah. I think it was Will Manso or someone tweeted out a picture of the table, and I said, someone please order a brownie sundae. I'll pay for it, but have Cuno eat it. So you order a brownie mm-hmm. sundae. And I don't, I don't know who sent me the video. Solano, was that you that sent the video? I think it might have been, yeah. Somebody sent me video. Yeah. And he really looks, I had said to, to Crowder and Solana earlier in the show, it's almost as if someone puts a plate full of scorpions in front of him. Like, he, <laughs> he is so taken aback by this brownie sundae and the thought that he's going to have to eat some of it. He is racked with guilt. It is all over his face. And do you remember how much of that he ate? I think he had maybe two spoonfuls. Like, maybe. Because all I saw was a spoonful of whipped cream. Like, he didn't even get the ice cream or the brownie. And he looked like he was going to hit the gym in that very moment. Like, he was tortured by that. I can't... (sighs) He, listen, he looks like Tarzan. Like, he literally looks like he was made in yeah. a lab. Like, he's so careful about what he eats and all all the power to him. But, like, how is that fun? Like, I, I literally order a brownie sundae. I'm like, everyone have a bite. And he's like, <gasps> he's like hyperventilating. He's like, okay. Like, if you, if you guys... If, if, like, you guys told me that's cool, like, I'll do it. You know? <laughs> it's like, I, he couldn't do it. It was unbelievable. But, Ruthie, aren't you... And I was asking Hawk and Solana... Aren't you kind of impressed by the self-control of little Very, bit? very impressed. And I tell him all the time. I tell him all the time. I, I, I wish I had that self-control. I would be a supermodel. Forget NBC6. I but mean, it, but, you know. But, but what's the fun of it? What, what's the fun of not being able being to have a, a supermodel? What's the fun of not being able to have a couple of bites of a brownie sundae <laughs> with friends while on a, a chilly night in Buffalo? Yeah, I mean, pomegranate right. seeds instead. <laughs> <laughs> just a tortured group. So there's, I just love the visual of that whole night. It's great. Here's Solana it was a great night. with a cheeseburger salad in front of him, which they had to. It was a great night. They had to ring a bell in the kitchen that they actually sold one of these, right? There had to be a bonus involved for the for the waiter. The High five in the waiter. Yeah, we go. Jump! Oh, <laughs> I told you these things would sell. And then, uh, and then you've got you know just a brownie sundae. Everybody's gonna have a few bites of that. And Cuno is just tortured. I, you see it on his face. It's not even an act. Like, he is tortured. Yeah. And he's like, it's almost like, remember the show Fear Factor? Yes. Where, where like, you got to eat something crazy. It's like his hand is shaking as he's putting the spoon towards the whipped cream. He's thinking how many, you know, uh, minutes on the Peloton this is going to require. It's a crazy, <laughs> uh, crazy scenario. Anyway. So we, uh, we we will officially unshadow ban you from the show. Ruthie, okay, thanks, guys. Because... It, it, honestly, it's so much fun going. Like that's the best part of going on the road, right? Like we all get to hang out in like kind of a non-professional setting. We're kind of all on the same schedule. We're all kind of working like the same hours, so we get to like go out and like socialize and like and roast each other. It's it's really, but it it was so fun. And actually, that bar where she, where Solana got the cheeseburger salad was awesome. And like Buffalo is just a cute like cool area where it's like every bar you go into like the games are on like people are there they're watching the games like there's nothing else to do except watch sports so it's like it was a cool environment like we had an awesome night filled with laughs and we are grateful to Solana for giving us the primary source of laughter that night that was that was 
that was really fun. And Ruthie, is this a rowdy bunch? Do people enjoy sitting next to y'all? Because it seems like y'all might be kind of, you know, loud, maybe a little yeah, annoying. Oh, we're like, who, obnoxious. Who, who, who gets after it? Yeah, it's obnoxious. Who gets after it? Oh, that's a good question, Swana. Who is kind of the loud one? So we were there with uh, we were there with uh, we we right we we Louis Zabala and Bruno who are cameramen for CBS Four. Louis Zabala is just the best character, knows everything, loudest guy in the room. Uh, Yeah. So he was he was kind of getting after it. And who's the couple? Who's the shusher? Who's the person trying to keep the table? Will Manso for sure. Will Manso. He's uh, a shusher? You guys are having fun, but keep it down. There's some other tables around. You could guys, see him saying guys, that. Guys, guys, There's, there's guys. another couple tables around. There's a- <laughs> I'm getting, uh, I just received a text from Mike Cuno, who is on assignment somewhere. Uh, I've just received a text that says, why am I getting texts about cheeseburger salads and brownie sundaes? <laughs> well, you'll find out when you listen to the podcast, Cuno. <laughs> So what? Uh, so Ruthie Polinsky. Now, uh, you know she anchors sports for NBC Six, and and she's actually, uh, you know, had covered the Patriots for a long time when she was up in the in the Northeast. So she saw, you know, one of the greatest head coaches of all time, and then you got to witness first year, first season, Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. as a uh, as a first time NFL head coach. So the season is over. They lost on Sunday, but what would you give him for a letter grade, Mike McDaniel, this season? I'm going to go with a B, B, solid B. Um, I think he went, in a lot of ways, he accomplished the goal of evaluating Tua, right, and giving Tua the tools to succeed. That was the primary goal coming into this offseason, coming into the season, figure out is Tua the guy, right? And I think we all watched Tua soar this year and were like, okay, done. Like, we got it. And I think in that regard, Mike and Daniel uh, exceeded expectations, I would say. So that's kind of where I'm leaning towards the positive side of the letter board, right? I think that's kind of where I feel like he had the most success. Um, Everywhere else was average, I think, if not below average. I think um, his the defense regressed, the special teams regressed. Um, I think he was very streaky in terms of, you know, obviously the win three, lose three, win five, lose five. That's not sustainable um, long-term. And then I think we all watched it kind of collapse in front of our own eyes in terms of his in-game coaching and strategy and an ability to kind of manage it all at once in high-pressure situations. Um, that's something that he needs to figure out amongst his staff and um, in this offseason. And I think that's going to be a huge priority for him if, if, I mean, it should be um, because I think we're all seeing it around the league now, how, how coaches are prioritizing having someone to help them manage the game, especially when you're a play caller. Um, so he clearly didn't have that sorted out this year. We saw it in the challenges. We saw it in the clock management and the play clock management. Um, so that's something that he's going to need to improve heading into year two um, by a long shot. And then again, I will say in terms of the offense, you know, we we saw Tua succeed, and obviously Tyreek and Jalen and and the run game kind of you know had was also pretty streaky. I think other than especially when they were in those games uh, and during the five game losing streak, they were really good at the explosive play. Like they could move the ball when it was an explosive big play. Other than that, it kind of started to stall. And I think we need to figure out a way. He needs to figure out a way to to balance his offense in a more efficient way. 
Um, because, yeah, the offense was more exciting and thrilling than what Dolphins fans are used to seeing in years past, but it didn't win them games uh, in the most important stretch of the year. So um, that's kind of where I weigh him. I don't know, is, is B a good – I think the Tua success puts you kind of on that B letter scale, um, but everything else was kind of mediocre, if you ask me. And to that point, when I'm with you, a B as a head coach, first year, you know, going to the playoffs, you know, that was that was good. But the overall team, yeah. Ruthie, like I tell you, they're going to be above 500, nine and eight. They're going to get knocked out in the first round, the wild card of the playoffs. That Is was that- my preseason. That was my preseason prediction as well. I said the same thing. So it's right on par. It's not overachieving, underachieving, because there was some time, like you're saying, the streakiness of the season: win five, lose five; win three, lose three. That put a bad taste in my mouth. But like you said, a lot of people thought exactly what happened was going to happen. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. And again, you have to remember, like, this team also won nine games last year and they won 10 games the year before. So, you know, you're looking at this like, yeah, they made the playoffs this year, but would they have in years past? And I, I know that's not a fair real comparison to, like, say, obviously they did enough to make the playoffs this year and then they play in that playoff game with a third string rookie quarterback and the injuries are obviously a detriment. But, but my, as we kind of recap the year this week, I'm, sitting there being like every team has injuries you know it, it can't really be this excuse um and i i think they were able to kind of figure things out amongst the injuries in a pretty decent way um but but using the injuries as an excuse isn't really my style i just that's not really fair to me i think because every team has to deal with it um and you know i think they they met expectations i, I kind of laughed because i wasn't at the press conference uh monday when uh Chris and Mike, Chris Greer and Mike McDaniel did their postseason, you know, postmortem press conference because I was traveling back. Um, and, you know, Chris Greer was asked if it was a successful season. And he said, yeah, I would, I would say it's a successful season. And I'm sitting there like, really? Like, I, I mean, for, for a general manager to come out and say that, that was a little bit surprising to me. I think you're, you want your general manager to say it's not successful until we win the Super Bowl. I'm sitting there being like, it's successful. All right, where's, when's the parade? Like, let's go, you know. And so I, I was a little bit taken aback by, by the general manager of the organization coming out and saying, yeah, it was a successful season. Obviously, he also said not satisfied. But I think to say, you know, we, we have higher expectations than what we, ha- than what we accomplished this year. Um, that's, I think, what Dolphins fans want their general manager to be saying um, moving forward. And I, w- I will say that, you know, given the, the head coach of B, I think most fans in, in front offices, when you hire a first-time NFL head coach, you say, okay, if you can put up, you know, a letter grade of B in your first season, we're probably ahead of the game. So I think it, sure, bodes, I think it bodes well for the future of the organization. Yeah, yeah moving forward, I think, yeah. obviously, it's such a learning experience and there are going to be a lot of changes um, in the building. Obviously, there have to be changes on the roster because of their – cap and draft situation so um that's all going to be very fascinating to see it's going to be a very i know there it's not a really exciting off season because there isn't a lot of cap space and there isn't a lot of draft picks but like it's going to be fascinating to see how they kind of manage and maneuver this roster around ruthie Polinsky, watcher on nbc6 are you happy that uh, jim harbaugh is staying at uh, michigan it's like the annual jim harbaugh sweepstakes makes me want to vomit um i <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I'm like, uh, it's frustrating because obviously you see how TCU plays in the national championship and you're like, what? Like, how were we not 
you know, better in the semifinal game. And you're like, okay, maybe it is time for change. And I was kind of out on Jim Harbaugh a couple years ago. I was like ready to move on. And then we made the semifinal game and obviously we made, uh, we made the Orange Bowl game and then we lost and then, you know, we make the semifinal game again. And I'm like, great, like sustained success. And then we lose to this team. I was like, all right, maybe time for change. Like, let's go. But then it's also not like, who are we going to get? Uh, you know? Not the answer I expected. I thought she was going to be thrilled. Know, they guys, were in I'm, the final I'm four. In and, uh, wow. That is, uh, I thought she <laughs> guys, would be thrilled. Not a successful season until we win it all. Okay. You hear me? This is, these are the standards. These are the Ruthie Polinsky standards. You, you, um, you no, set the bar I, real high on Michigan. I mean, real I'm just, low on the Dolphins. I'm just trying to get to an ACC championship <laughs> game with Miami. I mean, uh, she's not even happy being in the college football playoffs. No, I'm happy, but I want to win. I mean, geez, I, I think, listen, I'm happy. I'm a, still a little emotional and a little raw about what happened in the game. And um, I, I'm happy he's back. I hope he's continues to, like, recruit and get the right people there and clearly we're trending in the right direction I would hope but um the sweepstakes are the the Jim Harbaugh like you know is he really just trying to get a new deal at Michigan like every year we're gonna do this like I don't know I'm like it's kind of annoying Ruth, to be I, honest I, I look at it differently when your coach is always always that sweepstakes every offseason it's like I say with my wife if I walk past a group of young men and nobody turns and looks at my wife why the hell do I want her? Nobody else wants her. So it's kind of flattering, yeah. hmm. kind of flattering when somebody's trying to get your coach every year. So you don't want the coach that's the cheeseburger salad is no. what you're saying, that everybody's like. <laughs> I want the stone crab coach. I got gotcha. you. All right, I'll shift my perspective for you, Crowder, just because I, I'll, I'll, I, that's a good, that's an interesting way to think about it. I'll I'll try and work she respects, on my... She respects your football mind, Crowder. Appreciate yeah. you, Ruthie. Thank you, Ruthie. Mind. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Ruthie Polinsky oh, from God. NBC6. Hey, yes, guys, Ruthie. you may want you, you to check uh, Tom Pelissero with some breaking news at this hour. Uh, looks like the Dolphins have fired uh, Josh Boyer. Oh, hold on. Breaking here. news, but not for me, but I just saw it on Twitter. Let's see. That here. just came my way. I want to make That's sure it's awesome. the... Uh, Breaking Ruthie's breaking wanna, I know. I just want to make sure that it's the uh, verified account. You don't trust Ian Ruthie? Rappaport got it, too. Uh, Ruthie is the one Dolphins that sent Solana. Dolphins have parted ways with defensive those, coordinator. Uh, Ruthie's the one that sent Solana for those wieners. So, no, I do not trust her yet. She has yeah. to earn my trust. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Pellicero, yeah, the Dolphins fired defensive coordinator Josh Boyer. Sources tell me and Ian Rappaport. Interesting. There you go. A little breaking news at the end there. Thank you, Ruthie. You're very welcome. I'll let you guys talk amongst yourselves. Appreciate it. <laughs> Ruthie Polinsky from NBC6. Thank you, Ruthie. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.